Welcome to the new series of the SightShift Podcast or the YouTube channel, wherever you find it, called When Work Isn't Working. We're talking about the ideas, the beliefs that hold us back in understanding what it means to build an income, to have an impact, to have fun in our work. And if for you, there's this idea that says, hey, once I figure out the money thing, the rest will take care of itself. Like money will make the whole struggle better. I can make any kind of trade-off I need to, as long as the money's right. That will get you motivated for a short amount of time. And eventually it wears off. And I want to walk through that for a little bit. I've seen this play out in my life personally, and I'm going to share some things vulnerably with you. And I've seen this play out in the lives of others. Now, I'm not from a high and lofty position here as I teach this and I say, hey, you know what? Do work that matters and the money takes care of itself or do work that matters. Money doesn't matter that much. Money matters. I mean, I've had to rebuild my income now uh, a number of times. I've had to go hunt for my own food, so to speak, economically uh, for much of my work existence. And here's the problem that so many people fall into when they think that money is just going to make it all better. They make the decision around what comforts them economically rather than figuring out how do they show up with the most impact in the ways that they're most creative in the ways that they're most going to actually be able to leverage that into something long term that makes them a better human that, that renews them. I saw this uh, really up front, uh, just in a painful way when I was a college professor. So I used the classes that I taught as a vehicle to really help them learn how to think. That's all I was doing. Uh, I was in the religion and philosophy department, and I was teaching them to deconstruct and reconstruct what it means to think about religion and, and religious experience psychologically. But the reason I wanted to do that was to help them learn to be critical thinkers. That was kind of the passion uh, underneath the whole project. And one of the ways that you're teaching people to think critically is just to get them aware that they're going to be driven by fear if they don't know. And so there's such a narrative happening in, in the homes even where parents, well-meaning, use fear to try to get the kid to go to college. Then they use fear to try to get them to pick the right degree. And, and the whole thing is pick the right degree for a job that'll have a future, that'll have an income. And when I would start asking questions about this and start talking about this and just stirring up some ideas around it, getting them to think about it, inevitably on the, on the times that I did that, there would be students in line after class, like literally a line of students ready to ask questions, trying to figure out like how to make a good decision, who they are, where they're going to be best uh, and, and most effective. And what was so sad to me was the fear was so palpable and real to them that, and I'm trying to, you know, this is anecdotal here, and I'm trying to remember this the best I can. This was years ago. I would say about a third of them probably were to the point of emotion that there would be tears in their eyes, that, that this was such a grueling thing for them. And now as my own children are at that age and they're wrestling with these things and thinking about them, it's just me saying to them, hey, I know you feel a pressure to have all this figured out, but work isn't a problem to be solved. It's an unfolding mission to be experienced. And what you want to pay attention to is just the next best step. The whole reason that I think it's sad that we call the career help we give college students career counseling is it sets up this mindset that this is painful. I mean, you go to counseling when you're learning to to function in something and you're learning to to get some therapy to make peace with something and to process something. 
and and what we've set up is a modern work expectation that's so difficult that we have to have counseling in place. And this is why when you make these decisions out of fear, you get people that burn out so quick in life. I remember getting in a car, uh, an Uber ride to the airport years ago. And this guy was asking me what I do. And I was telling him about it. And he goes, well, I just graduated from college. I'm going to be a dentist, but I really want to be a carpenter. And I mean, like this guy isn't even finished dentistry school. He's going to be burned out so fast, but he had completed a college degree, paid all this money and nobody had taught him how he could start a career in carpentry. And so I just said, do you have people that you email? Yeah. Build a list of all those names and email them and say, I'll build the first three projects for free. Whoever responds back and, and, and start doing it, start building, you know, a reputation for it. And, and he can change his mind and do that later. But how does he think he's going to go through this and that the money is going to take care of itself? The cliche of a midlife crisis wouldn't exist. If it weren't for all the people that ignored something in here and stuffed it down saying the money's going to make it better. And as a result, they don't look back on their lives or their careers. They don't have a career of impact. There's not a career where they've been creative or where they've been focused. I think one of the sad things that I see now when uh, this acquiescence to a battle between you know work that matters and work that doesn't matter and, and the money of it and the struggle... It's to meet, you know, people that are in cafes. This was obviously pre the world changing so much, but doing a lot of meetings in, in cafes and you would meet these people that just didn't know where to apply themselves. And so, so they're making cappuccinos while they're getting really excited about jarring pickles and their new, and their new pickle recipe because they're looking for ways to make something, to create something, to, to do something that feels significant. And if we don't solve this, like at a, at a global level, you know, there's going to be just tons of people that are going to march into sheep like this, you know, existence that they're going to trade dollars for a human expression. That's always going to be the case. There's always going to be people who settle. But if we don't fix this at a global scale, we're going to continue to see this disillusionment, this dissatisfaction, this boredom, this anger, this frustration. But for you and I, it can be different. What I love to do is to help people think about what it means that the money, and and again, having to rebuild from income, you can go find my story in different places to, to come out of negative six figures of debt and and to launch out on my own a couple of different times, to even have to reinvent because how the world changed in 2020. I know what it's like to say, hey, I got a family, the money matters. But if I make that the main thing, I miss the opportunity to see how I'll grow. I miss the opportunity to learn how to cultivate the power of my mind and vision and hope and focus. I also miss the adaptability that comes from being tied to results and learning what is and isn't working. I want you to be able to have a career of impact and to build an income and to have fun. I can't solve it for you overnight, but I can help you start thinking differently about it and asking some questions. So if you want, come over to SightShift.com, S-I-G-H-T Shift.com, and there's a masterclass there where as you go through this, our experience, it's just going to surface some questions. It's going to give you something to think about for what it means for you to start making work work for you. Thanks. Peace.